0: The holidays are upon us. We've got, right now it's Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah to all you Jews out there. Shout out to the Jews. Shout out to the Jews. <laughs> when I wake up, I'm about to go Death Con 3 on you. But until then, happy Hanukkah. <laughs> the New York Times actually just, on the first day of Hanukkah, put out a crossword puzzle that looks exactly like a fucking swastika. I saw that. That was absolutely bananas. That's so, it's funny to me that like, their response was like, it was an accident. Who does that? Like on purpose. And it's like, I mean, I could think of a couple people. Yeah. Like, I mean I fully think it was an accident, but like No, no, no. I believe that it was an accident. Because if it wasn't, like, who do you does imagine? That? There are people. <laughs> yeah, it's like I could name you five people off the dome. Kanye West's crossword puzzles for the holidays. <laughs> um but yes, yeah, so again, it's the holidays. We got we got uh we've got Hanukkah, Christmas coming up, and uh Kwanzaa? Kwanzaa, technically. I mean Is that it still it's, a thing? I've never is, I haven't heard a, a lick about Kwanzaa mm-hmm. since the fourth grade. <laughs> it is one of those things that like people some schools will teach about Kwanzaa, not all of them. I switched schools between grades three and four. And so I never had a Kwanzaa unit. I never actually learned what it was about, or if I did, I forgot immediately because <laughs> I actually learned what it was about recently, and now I know why nobody celebrates Kwanzaa. I think everything I know about Kwanzaa I learned from Everybody Hates Chris. Yeah. And so the, the dad and Everybody Hates Chris forces them to celebrate Kwanzaa because they can save money. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I guess it's like less expensive than Christmas. You don't give gifts. They get, You give like food. food. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 like you do like a feast. Yeah. Um, but he like didn't do a very good feast either. So I don't know. But... So the reason nobody celebrates Kwanzaa is actually because um it was invented by like a civil rights activist. And so like it's literally a made up holiday. Like she just yeah. made it up like she was like, mm, I feel like black people need a holiday. <laughs> literally, that was like it was like, uh, you know, my people feeling very liberated right now. Let's have a holiday. <laughs> Let's do it um, you know, with all the other ones. <laughs> and it's like, it's long. It's like 10 days long, I think. Huh. Um, but the good news about it being a made-up holiday is unlike Hanukkah where you kind of have to be Jewish in some sense, <laughs> Jewish adjacent, Jewish adjacent. Um it since Kwanzaa is made-up, you can just pick it up you can be like yeah, <laughs> i am doing kwanzaa, I celebrate kwanzaa now you know like i could literally just be like let's celebrate kwanzaa now and it's just as authentic as anything because the holiday is not tied to any sort of like cultural historical thing it's literally made up so that's great news <laughs> we get a new holiday <laughs> next year mark my words i'm gonna do it up I'm gonna really be a Kwanzaa bitch. Uh, everybody's gonna be like, eh, there's gonna be that uh, gr- social group where somebody makes a joke every year like, eh, who celebrates Kwanzaa? And I'm gonna kick me, in the door bitch. like, <laughs> me, I'm actually really devoted to Kwanzaa. And I'm here to tell you the history of Kwanzaa and why what you just said is offensive to my people. Um, And they're going to get real scared that they were insensitive. And then I'm going to be like, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm I'm just doing it because I want to. I'm doing it to make white people feel uncomfortable. And you know what? Good on you. Valid. That's progress, baby. That's why I do a lot of things. (laughs) Make white people feel uncomfortable. I remember when I learned about Kwanzaa, I just assumed that the way they taught taught it i was just like oh all black people celebrate kwanzaa no 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 most not even. of them don't actually um well the thing is it's only a couple generations old yeah. so like it's a new it's a new holiday it's a newish holiday and so like my parents are old so it wasn't a holiday when my parents were born like it had not been invented yet um so Like, their generation, and for most people, that's their grandparents. My parents are just older and had children later. But um, for most people, that would have meant that their parents or grandparents would have had to just pick it up halfway through their lives and then go, Okay, well, this is a thing I celebrate (laughs) alongside the religious holidays, (laughs) Um, you know, and just really made that their identity. But, like, most people didn't do that. So, like you know but that's why it's like i could get into kwanzaa because like i don't know what's the difference between me and somebody whose parents decided eh, want to do it you know let's fucking do it let's fucking do it i don't know and that's you know this is my long way of announcing that this year i will be celebrating festivals One, two. Take have the L podcast as always. I'm your host, Ravana here with my beautiful co-host, Jay. Uh, and we're here to celebrate Christmas with all of you folks or Hanukkah. If you celebrate Hanukkah or or Kwanzaa, if you're getting into it, mm. lots of people are doing it now, you know, but we won't be. We will be celebrating just Christmas. And uh, <laughs> I just wanted to make that clear to everyone. I'm glad you decided for me. <laughs> I'm a Republican. <laughs> um. So we're going to. That's we- a joke. I can't have anybody thinking that's real. you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're going to be watching some of our, two of my favorite Christmas videos. Uh, and then we're going to be looking at some Christmas yes. stories that uh, that need help answering the questions they're asking. Rimbo themed Rainbow help. themed help. This is an advice podcast now. <laughs> yeah yeah we've graduated from having ls to solving other people's ls. I think that's the natural progression here. We're experts at this point. One person once described me as uh phenomenally unlucky, yeah, so actually, I'm pretty good in a crisis. <laughs> Got lots of knowledge from all of the l's you've you've had to hold <laughs> all the l's I've had to eat my entire life. <laughs> yeah, which reminds me if you have suffered an egregious l this week or or this month or this year, and uh, you you want to talk about it, feel free to comment on our Patreon post. Um, send us a message on Twitter. You know, if you feel comfortable sharing your l hella publicly with your name attached to it, just tweet it at us. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, we want to hear we want to hear your biggest L of the year because next week is going to be our New Year's episode our uh, New Year's in anticipation of New Year's episode, our mm-hmm. last episode of the year. So yes. we're going to be sharing our worst L's that we've suffered through this year. Um, so we're going to hear yours, too. So go ahead and message us. Share with us your terrible luck and your rotten lives. Mm-hmm. My the my boss might be calling in. Oh, you <laughs> should be. That Um, was a big L. That was she. uh, Her boss got fired on the job on a Monday, 30 minutes into her shift. Yeah. Walked in, had time to greet everyone and let us all know she was there. Then got called into the big manager's office and walked out looking very frazzled and muttering, I think I just got fired. So it was an interesting shift. Yeah. uh, Because she was the supervisor in charge. So. That's crazy to fire someone during their shift, like the beginning During their of the shift, shift, without anyone to do backup, because the guy who fired her left about two hours later, there was <laughs> no one to close. Audit probably came in and was like, "Bro, what? <laughs> Nobody did the what?" <laughs> so that that was that's fasc- That was a fascinating way to do that. I I'm still like shocked. Yeah, that's her elder hold though. Yeah. So this has got nothing to do with me. I was fine. Hmm. Actually, uh, I've had a pretty somber week. I don't know if that's the right word to use. Nothing's happened to me. Hmm. I've just existed. Really somber been. means like Yeah, whatever. We don't need to we don't need to fact check live <laughs> on a pot. We can just hold that. Mind our business a little bit. Um Yeah. No, I mean, I thought I was getting the only thing I'd say is I thought I was getting better. My foot was feeling better. Um, So I was like, okay, let me walk around on it a little bit more. Uh, Wrong decision. It hurts like a bitch now. It's worse than ever. I'm back in the boot. She's back in the boot, Boot booted up. and I'm stuck in here for at least four more weeks. So now (laughs) now I've got to and I am a little bit annoyed because I was starting to get in a good gym routine. I've had a really good diet the past you know whatever few weeks because i i just can't like go down the stairs so i can't order food <laughs> so i haven't been ordering food you know i haven't really been able to go to the grocery store so i don't have fucking snack food here or whatever so i've just the, uh, but i can't go to the gym which fucking sucks so i guess that's my l sponsored by factor sponsored by factor <laughs> how about you? you you sponsored me i got a factor box i sent, you you. sent-, <laughs> I sent it to you yeah i, I did it you did so it? hopefully you get a kickback or something i don't think i get a kickback but yeah. i had these free boxes to give so i thought merry christmas let me give you a free box that's me ah um yeah no i it's really just that was the biggest l i witnessed yeah. was my boss getting fired but- proximity l proximity l i'll i'll um I'll hold that with her because you know what her dad's dying too, <gasps> and they fired her. she's been like the last she she was like off for a bit to like go take care of him, and then like the last couple of days like she was she would come in and talk about how like oh man, like my brother just quit his job to like go you know, care for our like dad who's like back on the ventilator. Oh my God. He just had like heart surgery and it didn't go well. Cause he had like a shitty liver. Um, and so <laughs> it was just like, wow, you picked, I know person because of what I know about this woman, you picked the worst time in her life to fire her. That's crazy. That's horrible. She would always be like, well, I can't like take the time off to go and like care for him. I guess you can now, <laughs> not by choice. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, that's pretty terrible. That's an L that we. That's can- like a, an yeah. L so magnetic. Like that, that's a, that's a that's an L so huge that like I'm I'm taking it over. Mm-hmm. Like like it's it's our L now, we comrade. Can, we can all share the burden. And shouldering this L You know I I guess if I had to say One other L it would be that France lost The World Cup And I'm going to hold on to that for a long time I literally blocked Messi's name I muted it on Twitter And everything adjacent to it So I wouldn't see any tweets about it Because I was so angry that all the worst people in the world Are vindicated now (laughs) I've never liked the French Yeah but the Argentinians are worse It's a Nazi Nazi country Fair enough and, you know, all the French players are black. All the Argentinian players are white. So. Mm. So. How I decide who I'm going to root for. I, it's the same thing for soccer as it is for Family Feud. I always root for the black team. <laughs> you know, they're often they're often much funnier, even if they don't get the answer right. Yeah. Yeah. And you, it's just almost racist to root for the white team yeah. on oh, Family Feud. Why are you rooting for them? <laughs> Why do you think the McNeils? deserve this deserve this w why do you think that the the uh the johnson family deserves to take this out While the mcneil family deserves a w (laughs) i just personally i'm not racist so (laughs) she she thinks you should examine that yeah i think you need to sit down and examine your fucking biases you racists speaking of racists you oh right the last episode or two, two episodes, episodes ago because you weren't uh weren't fully here for the last episode so true Jay's is so racist uh, do you want to update like on whether or not I'm still racist um you know what I will say I saw Jay screaming at this family of Asian people she did that thing with ask- her eyes I was, so gonna- it was just, I was shocked I was gonna ask like remind me what group I'm racist against <laughs> like you don't know <laughs> um I've, I've been watching the walking dead recently and there's well i've been reading. I mean, well. <laughs> it's, honestly it's, it's on tv <laughs> the first it's on netflix still apparently i found out they're still going they're still making more yeah um i didn't realize that i just uh the first season is actually pretty good it's pretty tight like i, I didn't mind it when it stuck with the uh graphic novel when the plot hmm. was like similar but then it sort of just fell off a cliff fair enough they they had characters that didn't exist on the first season too but like um yeah i mean this the the storyline was good the hits were hits like the first season is honestly the environmental storytelling the like drama it's all pretty good but there is a scene where um fan favorite daryl i love um Darryl says to fan favorite Glenn that he's got a lot of balls for a Chinaman <gasps> <laughs> and Glenn says I'm Korean <laughs> <laughs> also he's like clearly Korean yeah I've I've apparently some people can't tell really I think that's insane when people are like, There's when, like a, when people genuinely not can't to do phrenology not but like embraced. when people genuinely can't tell the difference between like people who are Japanese people who are Korean people who are Chinese it's like you can't just like look at them and tell they're all very distinct <laughs> yeah. like transparently like the same. I mean, I guess it makes sense if you haven't met any Asian people, like if you're like a child, if you're like five and you grew up in a primarily white country and you meet somebody who's Asian for like the first or second time, I could see maybe you don't know. But if you're an adult and you like don't live in a backwoods town, like really? You can't tell? (laughs) That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Um. Anyway, we're done with the race science portion of the show. <laughs> but I do want to talk about two videos, my favorite Christmas videos. The first is very short. Uh, it was a Vine that got popular when we were, I don't know, graduating high school, when I was graduating high school or whatever. Um, and I think about it every year around, around Christmas time. Happy Christmas. It's Christmas. Merry Chrysler. Merry Chrysler. It became so culturally, like, it became such a cu- cultural phenomenon to say Mary Chrysler. Mary Chrysler. Chrysler. And shout out to this bitch. I don't know what she's doing with her life, where she is. Happy Christmas. Happy Grimace. <laughs> Happy crisis. Happy crisis. <laughs> That's Mary <good>. Chrysler. <laughs> and honestly, what is the show, if not a discussion of Mary crises? Mm, true. That's what we do here. Happy Crisis could have been the name of our podcast. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> this maybe that's we'll call it the episode Happy Crisis. <laughs> I know the people listening to this are seeing it named something completely fucking different, and they're like, "These bitches lie." <laughs> they're seeing it named "Fag and Eat Shit." <laughs> Somehow it makes sense, but they haven't figured out why yet. Um, speaking of no. <laughs> I do want to. He's not gay. He could be, but he's not. I do want to talk about my my other favorite video, and we're going to dissect this a bit. It's a little bit longer. Not a little bit longer. It's about ten minutes longer than <laughs> the first video I showed. Um, you know, the my favorite part of Christmas is the war on Christmas, and I have been on the front lines of this battle for the past few years. You know, I've really taken up the mantle on anti-Christmas propaganda. Mm-hmm. Um, but before me, there was a soldier. Named Sam Cedar. A legendary soldier. A, leg- a super soldier, we might say. A super, a super soldier who took the battle to CNN and created one of my favorite Christmas videos, Christmas stories of all time. So we're gonna we're gonna play it. We're gonna talk about it. But let's take a look. You know, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, The War on Christmas featuring none other than Sam Cedar.
1: Happy holidays, a Christmas tree or a holiday tree. Which should it be? Depends on whom you ask. We've seen controversy, most notably prompted by the White House. It sent out cards, this card, matter of fact, wishing a holiday season of hope and happiness. No mention of Christmas. Some thoughts now on the subject. Sam Teter hosts the show Majority Report on Air America Radio. Bob Knight is the director of the Culture and Family Institute. It's affiliated with the Christian conservative organization Concerned Women for America. Gentlemen, great to have you with me.
0: Thank you. First, I want to give a little context. This video Concerned what for America? Concerned... We can play it back. I thought they said concerned women and then showed a man. With the Christian Conservative Organization, Concerned Women for America, John- They super, (laughs) super did! The Concerned Women for America, John! <laughs> like, um, shows the crustiest man I've ever seen in my life. He's got a Ted Cruz grimace on his face right now. <laughs> he's got a Muppet jowl. <gasps> yes, he does. Okay, but let me give some context to viewers. This video is like, I don't know, it's old. Like, 2006, maybe? 2007? It's old, okay? So, this is happening, you know, right now in this video, the war in Iraq is happening. The war in Iraq is happening. Let me repeat that one more time. The war in Iraq is happening. And the CNN story that they're leading with this evening is not about the war in Iraq. It's about the war on Krimis, which is fantastic, which is just phenomenal. Gentlemen,
1: great to have you with me.
2: Thanks for having us on.
1: All right. Well, let's start with the holiday card. What do you think, Sam?
3: Well, uh, listen, you know, as far as the war on Christmas goes, I feel like we should be waging a war on Christmas. I mean, I believe that Christmas, it's, it's, it's almost
0: proven... Okay, I just looked it up. It's from 2005. You're welcome. Anyway, without further ado.
3: That, uh, Christmas has uh, nuclear weapons, can be a, an imminent threat to this country, that um, they have operative ties with terrorists, and I believe that we should sacrifice thousands of American lives uh, in pursuit of this war on Christmas. And uh, hundreds of billions of dollars of taxpayer money.
1: Well, Sam, is it a war on Christmas, a war on Christians, a war on po- over political correctness, or just a lot of people with way too much time on their hands?
3: Well, I would say probably, if I was to be serious about it, too much time on their hands. But I'd like to get back to the operational ties between Santa Claus and Al-Qaeda.
0: I love this man so much. Just a fucking, like, you get invited on CNN for the first and last time of your life. Talk about the war on Christmas um, and just a little bit of background. He created like a fake concern group. So this other guy is a representative of uh, women, concerned women of America. Sam created sort of the same thing, like a fake interest group for the other side of the war on Christmas. So he pretended to be a part of this organization to get on CNN to talk about this so that he could shoehorn in, uh, you know, anti-Iraq war stuff. I looked it up. It's from 2005. He's looking real young, so I believe it. This is fresh after he was uh, guest starring on Sex and the City. <laughs> right, hot, hot off uh, the, the Hollywood beat.
1: I don't think that exists. Bob? Well, uh, we, have <laughs> here. we have intelligence. You do, we have intelligence.
0: You have intelligence. intel.
1: And where yeah. exactly does your intel come from?
3: Well, we have tortured an elf. <laughs> and that's uh, it's actually how we got the same information from Al Labie. That's exactly the same way the Bush administration Got this uh, info uh, about the operational ties between Al-Qaeda and Saddam.
1: Okay, Bob
0: Knight. Okay, I got to pause there because just the the eloquency with which this man (laughs) has weaved together his anti-Iraq war narrative with the fucking war on Christmas bullshit. And she's just like, at this point, she's like, yeah, fuck. We invited on this Jew and he's making a mockery of my war on Christmas segment.
1: Uh, Sam is is tying in now the lack of information regarding weapons of mass destruction and yeah. somehow moving that into Santa Claus uh, help me out here what's going on I mean is is this a, a a war on Christians a war on Christmas is this too much political correctness
2: yeah that, well it was very first I want to compliment him on his, on his dry humor but uh, this is actually a very serious subject because a lot of people are waking up to realize that the war on Christmas is really Uh, The culmination of a war on faith and the idea that the public square has to be cleansed of any religious expression, particularly Christian religious expression. You know, one time Happy Holidays was a...
0: I got to say this. They are currently showing B-roll of a giant Christmas tree in front of the Capitol building. They've cleansed the public square of any signs of Christmas. Anyway, here's a picture of the White House Christmas tree. I just... I love the seriousness with which he goes, Sam. I love your dry humor about the Iraq War, but this is serious. We got to get <laughs> We're down to talking business about Sam. the war on Christmas. <laughs> they executed like a thousand elves, my guy. Okay, I know that you don't believe in those because you celebrate Hanukkah i really feel like jesus christ is being killed again because of the war this is the second crucifixion sam get serious get real squash it squash it
2: welcome addition to merry christmas so you wouldn't say the same thing over and over again but a lot of people now see it as a substitute and it's very gratuitous at times and it's out actually insulting when you're talking about Christmas Day or a Christmas tree, and you can't bring yourself to use the word for fear of offending someone. Uh, in the name of diversity, we're a less free country when that happens.
0: Have you ever felt like you can't say Merry Christmas to somebody? No. No. That's your official statement. No, you can say it to anybody, even if they don't celebrate Christmas. They know it's Christmas happening. Yeah. They're not offended by the fact that other holidays exist. That's like first day of Hanukkah. If you say happy Hanukkah, somebody's not going to be like, whoa, I don't feel included by that. Yeah. Like it's a it's a it's a fake thing that Mm -hmm. they've made up. I work at a progressive news network and. Today, I was wished a Merry Christmas by like four people, one of whom is Jewish. So I, it's just such bullshit. I mean, fucking last Christmas, you were cat sitting for me and I ordered some food for you. Mm-hmm. And I sent them the delivery driver a tip like, a you know, a Christmas worthy tip. And then I said, Merry Christmas on it. And I didn't for one second think, oh, no, what if this guy doesn't celebrate Christmas? And the odds are the motherfucker probably doesn't which is why he's delivering for Uber Eats on Christmas Day from a fucking uh, Japanese restaurant. Like, he probably doesn't, but I wasn't like, oh, I can't even say it to him. Like, he knows that it's Christmas. He's not going to be offended. I'm not going to be offended. No one's going to be offended. Not the stront. Get over, yeah. The folks at the stront aren't <laughs> going to be offended. It's like, get over yourself, bro. Your, your self-victimization is just gratuitous.
1: It's interesting, Sam, because, I mean, this is a time where, uh, if anything, we want to be even more sensitive to diversity, considering everything that's happening with regard to war on terror. We're learning so much more about different religions, different ethnicities, and trying to become more of
0: one versus... Uh- no, what did she mean by that? You're learning more about different religions and ethnicities because of the war you in the middle east we're learning the cia is learning a lot more the fbi is learning a lot more about different religions as we so target crazy. muslim men we, <laughs> we, you know so crazy we started a war and we discovered muslims <laughs> we had no idea we were <laughs> calling the muslims before we our whole you know we would call them mohammedans before apparently. our entire worldview has changed apparently there's multiple different types isn't that crazy? Um, uh, folks, I'd like to report breaking news. There is a third Abrahamic faith. <laughs> where I, re- I repeat, there is a third Abrahamic faith. A third Abrahamic faith has hit the town. <laughs> uh, being segregated. Yeah, well, Kara, I mean,
3: listen. The, I, I would like Bob to tell me who is the person who has been offended by uh, someone saying Merry Christmas to them. I've never met that person. I don't celebrate Christmas. But if someone says Merry Christmas to me, uh, and I either think, well, it's a little bit odd. It's like me saying happy birthday to you on my birthday. But, uh, (laughs) you know, no one
0: cares. Cleared his ass. Cleared his ass. Got him. Owned. Destroyed. He said, hold this L, John. (laughs) John looks so uncomfortable, too. Bro, he's always, look, he's looked this uncomfortable the entire time. Just grimacing. Just grimacing. You can see in his eyes that he knows he's holding in hell right now. His second chin is giving away the fact that he has lost this debate. <laughs> but it only gets better. It's giving gulp. Is giving gulp. <laughs> but I'll tell you this. As no, we wage
3: the war on the war on the war on the war on Christmas on our radio show, News Corp. Fox News, those people who have started this uh, entire uh, uh, War on Christmas meme, fake war, they're having a holiday party. President Bush saying happy holidays, Tokyo Rose, Laura Bush saying happy holidays to her dogs in the video. I'm sure you've seen it.
0: I mean, these are the things that we should. I'll say I've seen it because every year around Christmas time, my parents used to put us in front of our one family computer and we would watch the White House video of them. Following the dogs around as they decorate for Christmas. (laughs) It was a whole thing. Every year we would watch our goddamn dogs run around and decorate for Christmas. And I love that shit. I don't know nothing about it. It was great. I also would sit down and look at Norad track Santa. I think my family hated the bushes. Valid. I don't think my parents like wanting to do that had... They are... They don't know shit about politics. They don't know what's going on. They probably just learned about the Iraq war this year, but they knew we liked dogs and they knew we thought it was cute. So got really into it. You did have a dog at that time. Yeah. A little schnauzer, baby. It was a schnauzer. Yeah. I never actually saw that dog. Yeah. My dad didn't want you in the house. Yeah. Not just racism. It was not for racism. It was racism. It was for ableism. <laughs> he hated that you had ADHD. <laughs> Punished again.
3: <laughs> Talking about when we are waging this war in Iraq, we should be equating
0: it to the war on Christmas. What else would Bob Knight have an opportunity to do? How else would he get on television? Why did I think his name was John? I've been calling this motherfucker John the whole time. This guy's name is Bob. <laughs> Bob Knight. Also, Sam Cedar just handed him a fat L. And this guy is holding it between his grimaced lips. No, he's holding it between his ash cheeks. Like, <laughs> between his first and second chins. <laughs> if he wasn't I, pretending to be attacked.
2: You know, this would be funny, except it is serious to a lot of people who have seen their faith cleansed from the public square systematically. Well, are
3: you There's suggesting, squ- Bob, that someone can't celebrate Christmas in America? I mean, tell I'm tell talking me about, about the person who can, can escape I these over in here. Go uh, ahead, Bob.
2: Go I'm, ahead, Bob. I'm talking about things like in Ridgeway, Wisconsin, where the school children in the public school were told they couldn't sing Silent Night. They So they substituted Oh Cold Night. You know, I think when you take Jesus out of anything, it gets pretty cold. Uh, so it's apt.
0: Aww, he was waiting to say that line and it did not hit. It just did not land. I think when you take Jesus out of anything, it gets pretty. Pretty cold. You know why the school districts are doing that? So they don't get fucking sued. So they don't get sued because it would be, uh, you know, an endorsement of religion to have these kids sing only those songs. If they sang, uh, you know, Silent Night, and then they also sang uh, the dreidel song, they could probably get away with it. But you can't just have them singing Christian songs. That's in a violation of the establishment clause essay question on my school law final exam just so everyone knows yeah so you know i'm uh illegal
2: <laughs> outrageous they had children actually singing a bastardized version of silent night Well, holiday trees but, but i absurd. don't consider
3: jesus the messiah and so if you're gonna ask me to praise jesus I'm going to be a little offended. Well, I gonna... I don't think the singing of the song, that you can find other songs to sing. So what about Silent Night? So well, what? so
2: because you're offended, none of those other kids can celebrate the great heritage of Christmas I'm not the carols one who said Christmas they couldn't music. do that.
3: No, I'm not the See, one. See, you're who a Grinch, it. but Sir, you're trying to force you are. Gr- Why are you trying to force conversion? You're a Grinch. <laughs>
2: Done people let me ask you guys let me, let me, yeah, you like are singing sir. a Christmas carol. Absolutely. Let, let
1: me ask let me ask you guys about the pressure that's been put on on stores for example uh American family association called for the boycott of target stores the weekend after Thanksgiving accusing the chain of banning the phrase Merry Christmas from its stores a charge that target denies
0: okay let me just stop right there that's our word <laughs> say it like that that didn't happen that never happened you think that happened in 2005? That's not banned now. They got Christmas shit all over that bitch. I was just up in that bitch. Their entire $5 and below section, all Christmas shit. All Christmas shit. One lonely dreidel, all Christmas shit. And did you get us some? No. Was I wasn't there for that. I wasn't there for that. I wasn't there for that. Listen, I got a tree up. I got a bow on top of our, our fireplace. I got a little Christmas balls. Ooh, <laughs> Christmas balls in my face. Yep. You know, so we got some oh, splattering of Christmas shit. I do have these really nice glass ornaments that my grandma left me when she died, but I can't hang them up because that bitch cat will break them. <laughs> They're so cute. Oh, well. She said, what holiday is it? Bofa Bofa mass? <laughs> Pressure
1: from conservative groups. Uh, look like it has an impact here. Complaints from the Catholic League. Walmart agreed to create a Christmas page on its website rather than a holiday page. And then Macy's, which is you know perhaps uh, more closely associated with Christmas than any other retailer, sent activists a letter touting its use of Merry Christmas in ads and store windows after it was the target of a small-scale boycott last year. I mean, this is pretty amazing, all these boycotts of pressuring all these stores,
2: these businesses, Bob. Well, these businesses are taking millions and millions of dollars. In from Christians in particular and others who celebrate Christmas, giving gifts uh, in the name of the Christmas season.
0: I like that he has to like, concede there that not everyone who celebrates Christmas is a Christian. Mm-hmm. He said Christians and other people who celebrate Christmas because, bitch, it's America. Everybody's celebrating Christmas a little bit. Mm-hmm. Unless you're a Jehovah's Witness or some shit. Like, everyone's in do- doing something, getting together. It's not even a religious holiday at this point.
2: And yet they're so worried about offending people like my opponent here that they don't want to mention the word Christmas. People Bob, are sick and tired. It's
3: the holiday time. I'm not your opponent,
2: uh, but well, I do yeah, agree with Bob. Yeah,
3: you are. I do agree with Bob that I think what should happen is companies should calculate how much money they're getting from people who are celebrating Christmas and provide exactly that much amount of Merry Christmas because that is exactly how I would want any type of religious holiday to be celebrated. Would we you be, know, I, can would I we be I having the same argument about
1: Monica? I'm curious.
2: What, would we have the same uh, would argument now, about Monica? Hanukkah is not the same as Christmas. It's not a major holiday for one thing. And, and this is the Christmas season. No. That's why billions of dollars are really being spent. It's Christmas.
3: Well, it's also the winter solstice, solstice for a season, season, too. I don't know,
0: Bob. People just might so, argue that, that, that it's also winter solstice season. <laughs> so People are celebrating the sun god Ra in the public square come on it's not just christmas (laughs) that hanukkah is just as big as christmas well
3: Well, i I mean i would would have have to agree with bob i would have to agree with with bob and none of them says hanukkah is as big no hanukkah is not a high
2: holiday our
0: high holidays
3: are
2: rosh hashanah and
3: yom
0: kippur Uh, i will just say this as a recovering catholic um christmas is a an important holiday but it's not the most important holiday easter is but you don't see stores going all gung- ho about Easter. you don't see Christians freaking out about the war on Easter. That's your highest holiday. That's your highest holiday. That bitch rose from the dead on that day. <laughs> uh, you know Christmas all he did was get born did i've I've been born we've all been born. Come on, yeah, I could fucking be born <laughs> I was I could do it again. <laughs> Anybody could be born. Not everyone can raise from the dead.
3: Exactly. Which I'm sure Bob has been protesting why there aren't uh, more Yom Kippur sales or uh, Rosh Hashanah sales. Uh, I mean, why shouldn't
2: they be, right, Bob? Well, if that was associated with that holiday, then maybe I would join you, but uh, it never has been. Bob, have you ever protested
3: Martin Luther King Day not being celebrated? I mean, do you resent when people don't say happy martin luther king day a month out in advance you know what, Look, let, let's let, put let,
2: this in perspective put it the- in,
0: Let me. Be in, if- she's trying so hard to get a handle on what's going on right now but uh i'm sorry ma'am you have failed <laughs> this is surprisingly right spin for cnn but i guess not it's 2005 everybody was everybody was a republican in 2005 yeah and
1: Bob, I want you to be able to respond, but what's interesting, okay. the CNA USA Today Gallup poll, uh, the question was, is it okay for people to say Merry Christmas? 88% said yes, 11% yeah.
2: said no. Yeah, well, 96% of Americans celebrate Christmas. Uh, so why would we care about the, so what's uh, the war, Bob? 4% that get offended by it?
0: Uh, yeah, I, I mean. Once again, Sam Cedar has cleared Bob Knight's ass. What is the war then? <laughs> if 96% of Americans celebrate Christmas. Grimace, Chrysler, where's the war? Where are the fronts in this battle? (laughs) Who are the soldiers?
2: Me. Anybody who'd be offended by someone wishing someone a Merry Christmas. Why do we
1: care? Why are we making all the changes, Bob? I mean, we do. Yeah, Bob,
2: Bob, where's
3: the war? Where are the battle lines? I mean, you can tell me that Silent Night can't be sung in one school in Wisconsin. That's just one example. That's not the totality. So don't. What What is the totality? the totality is eighty. You brought it up. The totality As is eighty-eight percent of the American population has no problem with it. You don't care about the people who don't celebrate Christmas. Fine, but I don't celebrate Christmas and I don't care. So why are we wasting everybody's time? It's so I, that you can fundraise. That's why, Bob. I'd like and to put I think this you know in perspective.
2: Bob, I got to let you have the final final thought, Bob. Okay. You know when the Nazis moved into Austria? 19- oh, that.
0: Oh. <laughs> you know what I love to bring up when i'm arguing with a jewish man the nazis when the nazis moved into austria i love that he's like subtly comparing a jew to a nazi that is offensive
3: bob
2: they immediately raised nazis from the schools that uh, is of- about it hold on, so hold on.
1: Let, let bob, hold on sam let bob, let, his let, his no. let bob make his point
0: let let bob make his point let bob make his point go ahead bob
2: Okay, Maria Trapp wrote the story of the Trapp Singers that's uh, in The Sound of Music. And she said she sent her kids to school after the Nazis took over, and they came home and said, Mama, we can't say the word Christmas anymore. It's now winter holiday.
0: Here's the crazy thing. No, they didn't. If (laughs) Sam Cedar sent his kids to school after the Nazis took over, they wouldn't come home. They would be on a train to Auschwitz. (laughs) Those kids are not coming home. But we we need to mourn for Maria Trapp Okay.
2: I think that order uh, disturbed people of that kind
3: of attitude in this country. The Puritans also outlawed Christmas. The founding fathers of this country would find you in in Massachusetts if you celebrated Christmas at the beginning. So don't talk about Nazis, Bob. Well, I think that's really inappropriate. Why well, do you have to bring to hate to so Christmas and holiday season? Frost. That's so sad, Bob. Well, it's the so truth. Sad.
2: You ought to read the book yourself. Well, well it might
3: Bob, it's just sad that you have to raise Nazis when you're talking
0: about christmas and the holidays i gotta describe to you right now how the host of the show is looking because this bitch <laughs> is angry she is furious that she got duped by sam she is livid right now she she's got a face on that could she's got a look on her face that could kill a man he was hoping this would be a discussion between a very sensitive liberal and a man who just you know he he's playing the hits <laughs> it was not what she got
3: Season, and we all know that Christmas actually, uh, Tannenbaum, it's a German holiday.
2: Uh, Bob, I, I'm really, really disappointed. In, in fa- you. It, it, oh, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but if you're if you can't understand uh, the, the uh force of history, to bring know, up I'm Nazis, not Bob, you a Nazi. oh.
0: you? Sam Cedar, a Jewish man, can't understand the force of history in relation to the Nazis. <laughs> Sir, you don't understand how difficult it was for these Christians, but they couldn't say Merry Christmas. (laughs) They couldn't sing Christmas songs in schools. I think Sam Cedar might have a deeper connection to the Holocaust than not being able to sing a Christmas song. Which reminds me, I gotta say it right now. One of my friends, you'll know who I'm talking about. I was uh, spending some time with her on a vacation, Mm. an unpleasant vacation, and she was talking about her boyfriend's great aunt mm. who lived in Belgium during the uh, during World War II. And as one does she described that woman as surviving Holocaust. She was not Jewish. She was not sent to a concentration camp. And it was at that moment that I realized this friend of mine thinks that everything that happened in World War II. Is the Holocaust. I was shocked to my core. I, like, pushed back for a second. Then I was like, there's no point, Ray. She's not going to get it. None of the other morons here are going to fucking understand what you're talking about. (laughs) Why fight? (laughs) Just accept that this person's grandma suffered through the Holocaust in Belgium. (laughs) Or... (laughs) <laughs> A blonde-haired, blue-eyed, white woman, non-Jewish, Christian person. <laughs> I mean, the the economy of you doing your law school grind and also hanging out with your friends who are... They have one brain cell to rub between them. <laughs> it can be... You just got to not get into those conversations what do you talk about (laughs) she did though go out of her way to tell me that it was really important that i voted for uh uh jb pritzker which shocked me really i was floored i mean and not because she's not progressive she is a bernie sanders person but just divorced from politics so it was a it was a surprising conversation Not as surprising as learning that she thinks everything that happened in World War II was the Holocaust. (laughs) But it's like at those moments when you have no one to look at, to be like, bro, are you hearing this? (laughs) That I was like, this is going to be a tough week. (laughs) Like, oh, I'm an island. Yeah. All right. I, yeah. And I was. (laughs) Oh, who are you Gentlemen, calling a Nazi? Nazi. Gentlemen, who are gotta, you calling a Nazi? We got to let it there. Not, we could probably
1: continue. You are, sir. Sam Cedar. I'm offended. Air oh, America Radio. So much offended. Bob Knight, Director of culture and Family Institute. Gentlemen,
3: Thank obviously, Europe.
1: hey, it's a discussion. Everyone's talking about it, that is for yeah. sure. Or a lot of people are talking about it, I should say. Yes. Now, I'm just curious. Do I say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, uh, Happy Hanukkah? Well, what, what oh, I'd like
2: to say Merry Christmas. Don't, Sam, cut from, from, don't cut and run from the war on Christmas.
1: Thanks, gentlemen. Talk to you later. Thank
3: you.
0: And Sam Cedar was never invited on CNN ever again. <laughs> but that is one of my favorite Christmas videos to watch because he rolled Bob Knight. He destroyed that man. He handed him a fat L and Bob Knight held it tightly between his jowls. <laughs> We've got some more Christmas content loaded up for you folks. Oh, yeah. We've got a it's... lot of people who have a lot of questions about their Christmas celebrations this year. Um, so, we're going to help them figure it out. First, we're going to figure out whether or not they are the asshole. I will start. Am I the asshole for banning alcohol from Christmas? I have to say, starting off, bad vibes. Yeah, you, you, I'm, I'm preliminary uh, going to issue uh, you are the asshole. Because if, if that happened at my Christmas celebration, I would have to not go. Yeah. <laughs> That's like if someone invites you to, like, I just, Found out that my uh my childhood best friends, their cousin got married. She had to go to a dry wedding. Bro, that's a crime. That should be in the list of things that are uh, not allowed by the Geneva Convention. Oh yeah, you. I won't. I don't even want to go to a wedding if it's not an open bar. Let alone like a dry wedding. I'm bringing a flask at that point. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna to just throw a sober. Bitch? For your wedding. What have I got to do about this? This has got nothing to do with me. I, I can't be sober for my own wedding. Come no. What? Yeah, exactly. You want me I'm to be, be drinking... sober for yours? I'm going to be drinking Bellinis at 6 a.m. on the day I get. I'm going to walk down the aisle. I'm going to stumble down the aisle. Okay. <laughs> I'll walking down the... I'll be walking down the aisle with an Aperol spritz, honey. <laughs> holding up my mimosa. Like, who is she? I'm not walking. I'm not... I'm be sober at my own wedding. Why am I gonna be sober? We're gonna four, you, we're, we're we're saying I do's, and the priest is handing me a French 75. Like, okay. let's, let's be realistic. Anyway, anyway, let's my more husband's about Christmas. my husband's family likes to drink. Every holiday includes multiple bottles of wine slash cocktails. Pies? That's normal. I wanna go then the invite what's the addy baby but the thing is, that's normal like multiple bottles of wine for christmas i mean that's what we did for thanksgiving that's normal. we drank like four bottles of wine but there was like seven or eight of us so it was like like everybody had like half a glass like yeah. it was not great like one bottle of wine is not that much wine if you have multiple people there like um i and and some people don't like Wine, so they make cocktails, like this so normal, yeah, <laughs> um, I hate drinking, and I've never drank. My father was an alcoholic, and I think it's childish if you can't have fun without drinking. well that suck that is a big leap between. <laughs> my husband's family likes to have drinks at the holidays not even crazy drinks wine they like to drink wine at the holidays yeah and then she goes right to i think it's childish if you can't have fun without drinking multiple bottles for a family of people is not a big deal also it's not childish to not have fun without drinking it's childish to prohibit drinking bitch I'm a grown woman. When I was a child, my dad, when I was a child, I would get drunk on life. I had the best time sober as hell. Now that I'm an adult and I've seen some shit and I've lived through some shit, I need alcohol to have fun. And that's not childish. That's because I've seen some (laughs) shit, bitch, you know, and I, um, about two weeks ago, I accidentally got really fucked up. Like way more than I <laughs> Oops. <laughs> way more than no, really oops. Way more than I meant to. I like had a normal amount of drinks for my tolerance, but I don't know if I had like maybe had pain meds before or something, because something made it like I was like blacked out. Really? Recently? Two weeks ago today. What the fuck was I? Sleeping. It's sleeping probably um on a tuesday on a tuesday man i was going to an event that i go to literally every other tuesday oh i remember yes you know you stumb- I-, I heard you stumbling and bumbling yeah when you came i home. have no idea how i got in the house i, I- was blacked out you were bedbound yeah cause my foot was fucking broken, broken, shit at that point. and I didn't have my keys. I know I didn't have my keys, so you were carried up those stairs, really yeah, was my friend still with me? yes, oh big shout out, shout out to Chris um mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, no, um so I when that happens, I tend to um I tend to stop drinking like heavily for a long time so like my my um my co-workers like to go out and get fucked up for the last two weeks whenever we go out i will literally go out and have the bartender make me an na drink like Hmm. uh, and honestly i still have fun with those gatherings it's possible to have fun without drinking and still like to drink So I just, and I knew somebody like this. I had an ex-boyfriend who, uh, when we got together, when we got together, he drank and I drank. But after a while, he stopped drinking. And this was at a time in my life where I was a two drink Andy. I was kind of a lightweight and I only liked to be like tipsy. I didn't, I I had never been drunk in my life. Um, And halfway through our relationship, he like yells at me once and is like, I feel like every time we go out, I have to like take care of you. I was like, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. I've literally never been drunk. Having been blackout drunk, I can affirm I had never been drunk before. Yeah. After I moved back to Chicago and we, you know, became closer friends and we started. We got got real acquainted with. Oh yeah. It was like like a weekly experience, but it's something that like, I've noticed where it's like people who either don't drink or used to drink and no longer can for like medication or something, they tend to get really bitter. And it's and we'll say things like, I think it's childish if you can't have fun without drinking. And it's like, honey, when I don't drink and my friends are drinking and I I have some reason to abstain, I mind my own fucking business. And shout out really quick to a friend of the show, Benghazi Truth who does not drink for religious reasons, but, but is also never has never a, been a bitch about kill. it. Never, never been a bitch about it, ever in his life. All praise. But anyway, let's get back to this But there bitch. are some people who very this much person are. person is a bitch. <laughs> and so she says, this year I'm hosting Christmas for a change. I decided since it's at my house, no alcohol allowed. We are all getting older and it's time to grow up. I think that's getting... I hate that she didn't put ages. She's talking about people who are older than her. You know, she's talking about people who are older than her. She's talking about her husband's family. One, she's married. They're probably at least in their mid twenties. Two, they can all drink. So they're all adults. So it's just like, what do you mean? It's time to grow up. You're such a like, okay. Yeah. My husband's sister called to ask what she could bring. She saw a recipe for a Christmas martini that she wanted to bring. I told her about my no alcohol rule. She didn't say much, but must have told the rest of the family. Some of them started texting me, asking if I was serious and saying that it is lame, but I'm not budging. Now it turns out my husband's sister is hosting an alternate gathering that almost everyone is choosing to go to instead. It's... Shout out Good. to this. Shout, Shout out, out to the to sister. sister-in-law. Shout, Shout out, out to the, the sister. sister. She's right. And she's correct. And I'm gonna be at that function. I'm going to be at their function. <laughs> I'm not going to your lame ass bitch ass Christmas. I'm going to be at the sister-in-law's function. I would, if I were the husband, I would go to the sister's function to be if honest. You're making a lame ass. Okay. I'm I'd be s- like, enjoy your no alcohol party, babe. Yeah. Yeah. And enjoy your middle school party. I'm going to my sister's adult party. (laughs) Um, It's so disrespectful, all because they would have to spend one day sober. My husband told me he talked to his sister and we are invited to her gathering. And he said we should just go and stop causing issues. But I won't. It's so rude. Now, husband is mad because I'm making him stay home and spend Christmas with me. But it was my turn to host and I chose to have no alcohol so they could have dealt with it for one year. Girl girl, you are imposing a rule on a on a holiday. That's like saying I don't eat sweets. So I'm not going to have desserts at my Christmas party. And somebody else is like, There's gonna be desserts at mine if anybody wants to go. And everyone was like obviously we want to eat desserts and your response is i can't believe you won't come to my party just because you can't spend one day without eating treats like Like, there's nothing to do with whether or not they eat treats for one day because like you don't know their life you have no idea how often they drink or whether or not this is like a, a thing that they only do once a year they're literally like it's a celebration. They exactly. can do what they want to do. It's a fucking holiday. That's the thing. Like, you don't have to drink. You don't have to drink. Don't drink then. And the thing is, I could understand if she started this with my husband's family are sloppy drunks. Everything. Every time they drink, something happens. Somebody makes a fool of themselves. I don't want anyone throwing up in my house. I really don't think I can trust them with alcohol. They're all alcoholics. Something like that. Okay. Maybe if it's at your house and you don't want them to fuck up your shit, then I get it. But there's no justifying it. But events. there's no justification. No. It's just that she doesn't like that they enjoy drinking. That's crazy. Also, bitch, I'll talk to you about this after the pod. What are you doing for Christmas? You trying to trying to swing by? I have work to do. Uh, I'm probably gonna be. I think I'm scheduled. What are you doing for New Year's? Don't work on New Year's. Um, because we gotta try this Christmas martini that she mentioned. I'm just saying. I know I'm like babe post the recipe. Right? Right. <laughs> exactly. I think you're a bitch, but like post the recipe. Also, I don't eat breakfast, but I got a free breakfast with my factor box. Use factor. Uh use my promo code. Um, but they... what is your promo code? Tell the people. I have no idea off the top of my head. It's such <gasps> a fucking numbers. of fucking numbers. Actually, my sponsorship might have ended. It doesn't matter. Anyway, check out factor. I live by it. It's my meal plan kit now um chicago based really based meal plan kit um but they sent me a bre- a free breakfast thing that is gingerbread pancakes if you're interested oh yeah. i would make that yeah all right uh, i'll pass it off to you because i don't eat breakfast anyway speaking of passing off uh, to me am i the asshole for saying i won't come to christmas at my in-laws if i can't wear a hat This is a petty little thing, but maybe you guys can help me know if I was in the wrong. For context, I, 25F, got married in November. My, oh, recent. My mother-in-law doesn't really like me, naturally, even trying to steal the spotlight at my wedding, but is still overly traditional. At Thanksgiving, I was having a really bad hair day, so I wore a black leather cap. A dressier newsboy style one, which my husband said looked great on me. The holiday was hostile, even more so than prior gatherings I'd been to. And hubby said mother-in-law said it was because I wore a hat. But I know it was just an excuse. I told mother-in-law I wouldn't come to Christmas with them, then blocked her number and Facebook. A lot of hostility about this motherfucking hat. Okay, my husband is trying to keep us both happy since he doesn't like conflict. He wants me to come to one more celebration to see if maybe people are getting used to me. He's told mother-in-law she needs to be nice and treat me as part of the family since I am, and that if I were if I feel unwelcomed at Christmas like I did at Thanksgiving, that we won't attend future events, and she uh, see him much. In- And she see him much more. I'm assuming that means she won't won't see see him him much more. I understand why he wants me to give her one final chance and haven't had any conflict with him. Marriage is about compromise. And I get that he doesn't want to cut her off since she's his mother. But I just don't want to be involved with her unless I have to be. All right. Preliminary thoughts. I've seen this a lot on posts where it's like the mother-in-law is causing problems and the husband is not putting his foot down enough about it Mm -hmm. um and it's just like i don't know what i don't know if this is a man thing because like to to be honest like if my parent if i was getting married to somebody and my parents were being weird about it like it's a it's a weekend of me and them at the house until we get this shit straightened out and they're not stepping to my like partner yeah. ever, ever fucking again. It's like I would be very clear. It's like I have no qualms and never speaking with you yeah. until the day you die. So let's get it over with. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, but like it's always like the husband is like, oh no, like my mom means well. It's like, no, she doesn't, bitch. Talk some sense into her or figure it out. Why'd you marry this woman if you were just going to be milk toast about your mom being mean to her? That's the thing I don't get. Like, if my mom doesn't like somebody, I know I'm not going to be around. I'm not going to beat around the bush about it. I'll be like, yeah, my mom hates you. I'm not going to be like, oh, no, she was just being, you know, a little bit sensitive. I'll be like, no, that bitch hates you. Let's figure it out. Yeah, because it's like, here's the thing. There's it's very, you know, it's very cut and dry. Right. Either your mom hates this person for a reason and you should listen to her and maybe not marry this person or she's tripping and you got to knock some sense into your damn mom. (laughs) Like that's it all right let's see what this case is i wanted to see if mother-in-law was listening to him so i asked my husband to request that i be allowed to wear the same hat to christmas hubby said he thought i'd worn it since i had a bad hair day but this time it's as a statement that they shouldn't treat me as an outsider either because i wear hats all the time right now it's just a sports visor which i'd never wear to a holiday so it's not like i'm doing that or they just don't like me if they won't let me wear a hat What else are they going to restrict about me? Let me be me or I won't come period. My husband agreed and relayed this to his mother-in-law and she's been asking him why he married the devil. (laughs) He's growing tense with me and I told him he'll probably have to pick a side sooner or later and that I never intended it that way. He spent last night at a friend's house because he needed to think. I feel bad because I care about him and no conflict stresses him out. I told him to text me when he was ready to talk. He hasn't yet. I'm a pause right now. Mother-in-law is the asshole. Husband is the asshole. Yeah, um, this this post got an everybody sucks here tag. Um, okay, I would say it is kind of weird to use the like hat thing as like your own sort of vindication. Yeah. Just like, see if they'll let me wear a hat. Like you're. It. it kind of seems like I will cause problems for fun. But the fact that this caused your husband to like, Go incommunicado because he needs space to think. I'm just like, oh. and That's you got offensive. you got married a month ago, t- two weeks ago, maybe. Divorce. That's offensive, honestly. I'd be like, you don't immediately support me in the the uh, situation wherein your family hates me because I ask to wear a hat. Whoa, whoa, you gotta think about that. Whoa. I don't know who I married, but yeah. clearly I've made a mistake and wasted several thousand dollars. No, literally. Of- <laughs> literally. Um, anyway, let me continue. Um, my friends think that my hat request was unnecessary and maybe I strained my relationship with my husband. I think he just needed space to think because conflict stresses him out. So I got ask, am I the asshole for saying I won't come if I don't wear a hat update? My husband just texted me saying he got off the phone with his mother. He told her off for calling me the devil and said that if I can't wear a hat, he's not coming either. And that she really should get over her antiquated bullshit. She did not respond well. I don't think we're going to Christmas uh, there now. So maybe we'll have a friend miss. I don't know. We'll think of something. So I'll say husband came around. He got his shit sorted out. Okay. I still think it's a little asinine that he was not talking to her. That's your wife, bitch. That's not your girlfriend. That's not your fiance. That's not your friend. That's your wife. Yeah. You better be by her side. You better be supporting her and all her bullshit. Yeah. It's just, it's tough. It's because you don't need to wear that hat. I get that. Yeah, it's like, again, like you didn't need to, you know, cause un, you know, unnecessary drama. But at the same time, you know. I do like some of the comments are suggesting compromise and wear a Santa hat. What's the mother-in-law going to say about you wearing a Santa hat? She can't be mad about that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I think that there's no there's no reason to antagonize a situation about the hat per Mm -hmm. se. Like you could just not wear it like you don't have to prove that she hates you. You know, she hates you. Yeah, I don't know. We don't have to get under her skin about it. We can just say, hey, you need to talk to your mom. Like she should just talk to her husband and say, hey, your mom doesn't like me. She treats me poorly, not because I wore a hat because she doesn't like me. We need to have a conversation to sort this out. I can't imagine that i can't imagine like being hated by someone's i can't imagine being hated by the in-laws right yeah. my parents that's are very common yeah my parents are super agreeable anybody i date whatever they'll be happy to <laughs> they'll be happy to meet them if they can talk If for my dad if they are not cardinals fans and they can talk about some sport that exists that's fine for my mom if they breathe she's happy <laughs> she just wants grandbabies yeah she's she's your mom is pretty agreeable I, my parents are disagreeable with me, but they're pretty agreeable with other people. They're working on it. They're working on it as disagreeable with me because my mother was the problem. I, I have to, I'll, I'll defend my dad here for a second. Your my dad, dad is has an never angel. Been, my dad is an angel. Everybody that meets him uh, thinks he is, um, you know, just God's gift to the world and they're right. Um, but my mom, you know, she has a troubled past <laughs> with me. Yeah. Um, I don't know. If she was one of the, she never wanted kids to be honest, but um. I don't know if she was one of those people that like had a baby and just like, was like, whoa. Yeah, I'm not feeling it. I don't know. Mm. Um, but you know, we we didn't get along for a long, long time. She just didn't have the temperament for motherhood. But then it's, she found religion, and, say, now, she she's found nice. and <laughs> she now she found Christianity, and now she loves you. She's she found Christianity. Now she's nice. I would say 75 percent of the time, she is less prone to outbursts. But it's it's she still has kind of a short fuse. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't think. She would ever say any I think she would be so surprised I have a partner that she would never say anything to that partner you know like she would never be like bitchy to, she's she's very concerned with what other people think of her Even she when would we were, never be bitchy to somebody's face yeah I was gonna say even when we were little your mom was never a face to face shit talker she shit-talker. was she always was the behind like, the back like really nice to people's face even when she was at her worst like she's very concerned about public opinion and she could not Handled the thought that she would be rude to like a partner of mine. And that person would go and tell their parents that she's yeah. like a rude bitch. Like she would literally burn herself alive before doing that. I was going to say <laughs> our moms have always had an exceptionally amicable relationship. Yeah. She's nice to other people. They like each other quite mm. a bit. You're like the one friend she's always been able to name of mine. Um Shout out to your mom for that. Yeah, same out- for you. I'm and, uh, Yeah, even my my parents, you had a name change. I won't say what the change was from to now, but they uh, usually get it correct. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they fuck up and I got to be like, hey, it's Jay. But usually they're right about it, which is funny because my parents can't remember anyone's name. (laughs) They still spell Benghazi Truth's name wrong. It's been three years they still spell the name wrong in every text I get, no matter how many times I correct them. It's wrong. It's spelled in some insane way that no name has ever been spelled. They just don't know how to spell truth. You're right. <laughs> That's what it is. They spell it with a G. I don't get it. I don't get it. But, uh, but yeah, no. Yeah. I, I, I think I can say in the affirmative, she's a little bit of the asshole for, for Again, aggravating, her on. The yeah. situ- aggravating the situation when she didn't need to, but I think it's, it's fine. Um, uh, so we'll, you know, yeah, we'll We'll say say everyone's the the asshole asshole. is a pretty good type. She's the asshole to a little lesser extent. Mother-in-law, head asshole. Her son, medium asshole. The woman who is, you know, propagating this. A little less of the asshole. Okay, last one on our holiday special is I, 24 female, hate the only gift that my partner, 23 female, got me for Christmas. I would like to start by uh, stating that I, 24F, am in no way a materialistic person and that my partner, 23F, and I exchange gifts for fun and not as any sort of token of love. My partner and I have been dating for a little over a year and a half and always do gifts for the holidays. Sorry, what do you mean always? You've done it for one Christmas? Okay. Anyway, my partner and I have been, uh, sorry, uh, this year she was hyping up the present she got me and has been telling me that all of her coworkers and our mutual friends are impressed by her amazing gift she purchased for me. She even stated that this is the most amount of money she's ever spent on a present for anyone. $400. Huh. That's... Not a ton. If the I'm TLDR being made me think it was going to be more. Yeah, I was, I'm going to say that's not that much money. I thought, I thought it, I thought we were talking about like a 700. Yeah. That's $400. There are gifts that are $400. I could, yeah, that's like a, you know, that's a little bit more than a paradox. It's like an Xbox. Yeah. Like, it's not that insane. Anyway, you've spent more than $400 on somebody. Easy. Yeah anyway after her talking about it for about a month we decided to play 20 questions where i was able to narrow it down to a very high-end luxury brand of bracelets and she decided to just show me the only problem is immediately she could tell by my face that i wasn't as in love with it as she was what was the gift it was a bracelet yeah it was like a luxury okay I feel terrible, but it seems like she spent more money on the brand name and picked out something more to her liking than my own as it is a silver bracelet with a skull on it. And she leans more towards the goth aesthetic. My problem now is I feel weird accepting it, knowing it's something that I will have to grow to love rather than her communicating and asking my preference before dropping almost half a grand on something so simple. She's already offered to return it, but I'm worried that her coworkers and friends will think I'm being ungrateful. Even though she says she'd prefer me to have a gift I like, should just should I just suck it up and appreciate the thought and effort she put into this gift, or should I be an ass and speak up and have her return it for something I would actually enjoy for that amount of money? Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say that neither of them are the asshole. Yeah, well, it's not am I the asshole? It's just like a mm. relationship problems, but like, yeah, I don't think it's a problem necessarily. Like just here's the thing she's gonna be happier if she gives you something that you like yeah okay so she knows you didn't like it i think if you i think if you like the thing is like if you return it what's the the this the thing you're risking is that like she's gonna have her feelings hurt but she already knows she got you she spent four hundred dollars on a gift she you don't like Yeah. Right. So like he already like whatever feelings hurt happened is already happened. Yeah. She's going to feel better if you like, it's going to be hard for a minute, but like just let her return the gift Yeah. and then work together to get something that she's going to get the reaction. She really wanted out of you. And you know, she's going to get the money back from the $400. You don't have to spend $400 again. You can spend less on something you want. Like, and then she's got a couple bucks left in her, you know, back in her pocket. Mm-hmm. And you actually like the gift, right? I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. I, th- I think she should just say, baby, I love you. This gift is more you than me. Here's a list of things I do want. You know, if you decide to return it. Here's some options that will, will make me really happy. And then she can feel good about it. Instead yeah. of, and you've been dating, I don't know, more than a year. You should feel comfortable having this conversation. Yeah. You know, you're young. So it's not like it's like a, a horrendous mistake. <laughs> you haven't been married 40 years and you're not like in your 60s. Okay. It's yeah, not like she being, still has no idea what you're tasting. Yeah. Is. It's like, you've been dating, you know, a, a solid amount of time for your age, but not a long time. You're young. So it's okay that she makes this mistake. So just. You know, set, you know, correct her and say, Hey, I think it's really sweet and thoughtful. You did this for me, but this is not for me. And it's that simple. And then you can have a very, very Merry Christmas. Like all of you listening right now should, um, happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, happy Kwanzaa, Jay. Um, and we'll see you all after this holiday for our new year's episode next week. But until then it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. And we will talk to all of you very, very soon.